0: You're listening to the Jiu-Jitsu Lou podcast and I'm Lou Temlet. I'm guessing you're having a good day because either you've been on the mats, you're considering getting on the mats or you're taking your child to train. I'm so happy you're here listening to this episode. Please don't tap out before the end. When you're feeling stuck and want more motivation in life, start training Jiu-Jitsu my guest today reached out and answered one of my social media stories in how they started jiu-jitsu, and uh, they were quite happy to share with me that they started hanging around with some of their buddies back in 2007, and in 2022, lost 70 pounds of weight post-baby. I'd like to welcome Sabrina Pavel to my podcast. Hi, Hi Sabrina. Nice how are you? I'm oh, doing well. Fan- Thanks for having me. Oh, fantastic! It's lovely to have you here. So, you. tell me about your journey. You started hanging out with some friends in 2007. Tell me about that.
1: Uh yeah, I went to um, a private Christian college in Malibu, California. They um, uh, called Pepperdine, and um, I was immediately kind of not the typical student because I was always wearing like all black, like tap out sweatshirts. There's kind of a country cub kind of campus but it paid off because a couple of my friends um that I had not met yet saw the tap out sweatshirt and were like hey do you watch the UFC we all bonded over it we started like a little fight club that we all watched they somehow finangled their way into getting a key to the college uh, rec room and we started
0: training jiu-jitsu at like five in the morning um, every day before class oh that's dedication <laughs> um so training um, at five a.m. I know some some listeners um, train very early in the morning and that's their thing. But how did you how did you find that and kind of working in with student life? Um,
1: <laughs> it was a challenge. Um, I was probably I think it was a freshman in college at the time. So you know my my hours were wild anyway because it was like the first taste of freedom, and mm. so now like going to college and and starting to train. And needing sleep uh, was a whole different thing. (laughs) Um, I don't think I could do it now, but, but at the time it worked out.
0: I hear you. I hear you. So were there any days or many days where you were out, you know, parties, nightclubs, whatever, and then straight onto the training mats in the morning?
1: Not typically that year because I was still, I think I was only 18. And in the U.S., most of the clubs are like 21 and over. So I was still pretty central to campus, but yeah, I, I, even so I just, (laughs) I, like I said, I don't think I could do it now, even especially with two little kids. So, but, but at the time it was, it was perfect. It got me into the world and it really, um, started to scratch an itch that I didn't know I had.
0: Hmm. That's really nice. I love it when, People get interested in jujitsu and they've never come across it before, and they are just involved. And I think that's the story for many of us. But have you trained consistently since two thousand and seven, or is, has there been some on and off time?
1: Uh, there's been a lot of on and off time. I I trained with them for about a year, and then I studied abroad later, and life just kind of changed. I stopped training in jiu-jitsu consistently. Until about 2011, uh, when I moved to Portland, Oregon, started training with Team Quest up here and just really got super into it. I was there hours every day. Took a break when I had my baby, came back, got my blue belt. So, of course, I disappeared for, you know, as the stereotype is, I disappeared after getting my blue belt for a while and then came back. So, up until this past, this last year, I guess beginning of 2022, I, um, where I didn't feel comfortable in my own body after having a baby. And I knew I had to change something. So I came back to jujitsu and I was ready to level up just in everything and my dedication to it in potentially competing, all of it. Uh, And so I started training probably an hour a day to to begin, uh, five to six days a week. And I would say by summer, I was in there three to five hours a day, six days a week.
0: Wow. That's <laughs> some that's some dedication. I, I love it. I I don't get the opportunity to train quite so many hours, but if I had the opportunity, I would be there. Maybe that's on my to do list actually. Maybe that's shifting my lifestyle to train more jujitsu. So I know one of the, the things you mentioned about feeling stuck prior to um, starting jiu-jitsu or kind of throughout, and it helps you find your motivation and give you more motivation for, for life. Tell me about how that felt.
1: Yeah, um, that's been really at multiple points in my jiu-jitsu journey. Um, when I first started jiu-jitsu, like I had said, I had just started the university. I didn't have any friends. Uh, it was a new environment, a new state it was just complete. Everything was new. And so to, to be taken into this little fold, this little club with my friends doing jujitsu really helped motivate me to get out there, to be more social, to make more friends, um, help me stay fit and not gain the you know stereotypical freshman 15. Um, yep. <laughs> so, so that helped then, um, when I started again, when I moved to Portland again, I had moved to a new state and a new city, Um, I didn't know anybody and I knew that I really wanted to be involved in the MMA world in some way, shape or form. And I was working professionally in the MMA world for a clothing company that sponsored the UFC uh, prior to the whole Reebok deal. And so that really, I got to interact so much with so many athletes. The internet was different still, even though it's only you know 10 years ago, the internet was so different. Everybody was so much more attainable. I feel like I could... I I was friends with all these professional fighters. I was getting all these resources, and it was just amazing and helped me find my way. Yeah. And then with my son, I really had lost who I was. I had horrible postpartum depression. My like I ha- I have ADHD for sure, um, and it was much worse after uh, after having postpartum depression. I noticed that it was manifesting differently. Yeah, um, and jujitsu really helped me to to breathe, to just calm down, to work through all the tough emotions that I was feeling postpartum, but also just from, you know, like bouncing around like a pinball. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I, I thank you for sharing the ADHD part of your story um very much appreciating your coming from kind of postpartum depression and lots of other things but it sounds such a mix of emotion hormones everything going on and that pinball effect you you kind of talk about but maybe like you um finding being on the mats really quite a calm experience um, mm-hmm. and really quite grounding in terms of mindset and physical kind of grounding, as well as lots of learning and lots of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I always feel like there's nothing that can quite center me or center my mindset better than just like sweating it out just getting <laughs> it like <laughs> and sweating it out and i mean jiu-jitsu is fantastic for that in addition to all of the other amazing you know aspects of it
0: this is a jiu-jitsu lu podcast with me Lou temlett coming to you from the uk and today i'm talking with sabrina pavel and she trains bjj at sunshine athletics near portland in oregon Sabrina, you talk about community and family and kind of finding new friends uh, within the jujitsu world. Tell me a bit about how that's been for you.
1: Yeah, um, the, I've I've told so many people in my life, whether I'm close to them or just someone I've talked to for five minutes, if you want to find your new family, walk into a jujitsu gym, get on the mats. Everybody that I've trained with over the years, even those who live in different countries now, we are still in touch. We are still in contact. I know if I needed something or if they needed something, we'd be there for one another. There's something very unique about going to war with each other and, and, you know, taking an hour to to play together, but also like casually kind of try to murder each other. Um, (laughs) It's just, (laughs) there's something very unique about it that makes you bond and find your people, you know? Oh,
0: I love Um, that. That's been true for me for my whole jujitsu journey it's kind of that love war dynamic, isn't it? The love hate thing. Um, I hadn't really thought of it like that. Uh, it's like, I love to hate you. I hate to love you. It's like, I'm just going <laughs> to, just going to attempt to, you know, choke you um, or armbar you, uh, which uh, my children often try and do to me at Open Mat, <laughs> but we'll not talk about that. So um, you've got quite young children at the moment mm-hmm. and your youngest is only a, a few months old. Have you already got, back to training is that something that is kind of in in the mix of life right now for you
1: i have been constantly messaging all of our coaches in a group chat like every week like hey guys only 20 more days hey guys only x more days um i had a repeat cesarean so i have to wait now i'm approved by my doctor to go back i'm just visiting my family so as soon as i'm back in portland like the first day i'm back i am on the mats i did try to do a forward roll um, in my parents' living room this week, and it didn't go so well. So we're gonna oh, see. No. <laughs> we'll see okay. how it goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. I, I always every episode so far is I've talked about legs overhead. Um, being um a larger lady, I do struggle with that. Being so much front facing apparatus, um, it's quite a challenge. But um, that's fine. It's getting less. Uh, but uh, yeah, the legs overhead. I shouldn't be so bold as to say, have you mastered that one? <laughs> but not until your C-section's healed up, please.
1: Yes. I not Front roll, yet. I was like, okay, I can do two in a row. Backward roll, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to need to work on this a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, we, we talk about uh, being on the mats and it being quite playful. Um, and I know both of us as parents and uh, women on the mats – Actually, it's a really safe space to have fun and to learn with other female kind of, you know, people that train um, jiu-jitsu. What do you call females or people that train jiu-jitsu? Because in my last episode, I said, I talk about, you know, jiu-jitsu superheroes. But what is there a collective term for people that train jiu-jitsu?
1: I've seen a lot of people calling themselves like the, at least the women call them jujiteras. Or Gi- jujiterras, ju- 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 Wellington- I think, or something like that. I've ju- seen that.
0: Yeah, I've hmm. seen that.
1: I don't know if that's like a like a official term. <laughs> but, okay,
0: we'll um, have to we'll have to come up with something yeah. that's generic enough for everybody. um If anyone's got oh, any suggestions,
1: <laughs> I call my teammates my grappling buddies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So okay. That's fine. Yeah, I think I think I would be the grappling dummy to some of my teammates, I'm afraid, Um, not the other way around. (laughs) So um, I've been training for a while now. Um, I've been promoted to a four stripe white belt, which I feel very proud. Um, But equally in the last episode, I was like, I don't deserve my fourth stripe. I don't know enough. I don't feel like I'm equipped enough to be at this level. Um, and of course, it's not my decision. But tell me about your transition through white belts to your blue belt, where you are now, and how that has been for you.
1: I had started off focusing so much on submission wrestling and no-gi that belting wasn't really on my mind until I started working in the gi more um, in like two thousand and. 19 maybe late 2018 and i had a a solid background from my nogi experience but i had joked so much with my professor chris lencioni um about not wanting to be promoted to blue belt it was like a constant like just running joke that i was never going to be promoted we called me a super white belt um okay, so I was going to be a white like belt for life and uh, <laughs> and i just didn't want the target on my back and at the same time major imposter syndrome She's like, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. And so Chris actually called me because I do some photography and he called me one day and he's like, hey, I'm doing promotions for the kids. Can you bring your camera and just take pictures of all the kids? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. He's like, hey, you need to wear a gi because you're going to be on the mat. All right, whatever. So I showed up and he promoted me to blue
0: belt. I was like, you sucker. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you walked (laughs) straight into it. (laughs) Yeah. Sabrina, you walked straight into that one. And you, you, did you have any idea? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, well, that was a really lovely way. Um, Did you do a selfie with your professional camera though? Is that's what I want to know.
1: I did not. (laughs) I think I was so shell-shocked by everything. I was like, what is going on? So, um, but yeah, I was, I was honored to be promoted. And um, I've had my blue belts now since October, 2019. And Chris and uh, Ryan, who is our other black belt professor at our academy, promoted or gave me three stripes. uh, I want to say last summer, like a couple months before I was, uh, got pregnant. And I remember being like, I did martial arts as a kid. I've been through the belting things with other forms of martial arts and it was never a big deal to me. Yeah. And this was such a big deal to me. Like I was finding myself mm. choked up. I'd like joke with them so I wouldn't cry mm. um, because there's so, so much more to it. There's so much that you put into it. And jujitsu is really special because there is this intimacy that you feel with your team yeah. and they see you at the highest of highs. They see you at the lowest of lows And it's like life in a, you know, 15 minute, you know, snapshot. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it meant a lot.
0: Yeah. You, you bring back some thoughts for me. The highest of the highs usually is being promoted and, Feeling like in shock, or someone seeing a fantastic move that you pulled off, and you actually Mm -hmm. managed to achieve the move that Professor trained that night. That's a win. That's always a win for me, if you can get that during rolling. Um, But the lows as well, Um, I don't know whether you find being a female, throughout the month of my cycle, I just get massive hormone surges that make me feel so overwhelmed. Um, Uh sometimes having to walk off the mats because I'm in tears. But actually, you know, it's a really calm space to come back in and nobody really knows what's gone on. Um, And you kind of keep it in your own space and you can share it with the ladies afterwards in chat or whatever. But in that moment, it's a really equal level playing field I'm not saying it's a good thing to hide emotions um, because I'm sure everyone if they knew that anyone on the mats was in tears and feeling upset Mm -hmm. and overwhelmed they would be rushing around to support but it's nice that you know for me anyway to just deal with that outside of the mats and then come back in completely composed even if my eyes look a bit red and you know things are all a bit ruffled and you know I don't Mm -hmm. okay no the sweat covers that up that's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I wasn't crying it's just just sweat
0: (laughs) yeah exactly it's really hot in here and I've been working really hard that's all that's wrong that's all that's wrong oh um Sabrina um is there anything else that you want to mention? I think we've had a really nice conversation that's kind of flowed through all of these things. One of the things I normally ask at the end of episodes when I have a, a fantastic guest is how people can get hold of you, um, sharing your social so that people can reach out and you know follow your journey as well as uh, you know anyone else in your network. So, how can people get hold of you, Sabrina, uh, if they want to? find out more about your jujitsu journey.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, at just, we J E. I think I have some dots there. a J E dot S U I S dot B R I. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram a lot. <laughs> so fabulous. I'm in that, in that new mom, groove where you're just constantly on your phone because that's all you can do over your nap track
0: so (laughs) yes okay that's a great excuse I've never quite used that one yes (laughs) I'm I'm adopting that one now I've kind of niched into my socials um, equally have dots in between um, jiu lu. loo um, but sabrina's instagram um, handle will be in the show notes um, and a link to the school that you currently train at um, i do know that you have a kickboxing background as well tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah. Um, I started kickboxing, striking when I was like five. Oh gosh. I think I told you before it was like 27 years. That's like 31 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> So I've been doing it for over 30 years um, wow. and I coach a mom's class. So we call it the mom squad and we meet three times a week right now. And we, I mean, I, we work through a lot of strength and conditioning and striking stuff, but more than that, it's another way. I always joke that I'm trying to manipulate them all into getting onto the mats for jujitsu by making them so comfortable and striking and I'm like, Oh, you guys all love me and trust me now do jujitsu with me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that's kind of the the method to my madness, but I've done kickboxing forever. I was a national champion in Taekwondo years ago. I coached um, Taekwondo. I've coached striking, done some muay Thai, all of it
0: fab and obviously brazilian jiu-jitsu is your favorite
1: there's something unique about it and i will say from a strictly like aesthetics point of view um nothing makes me fitter faster than brazilian jiu-jitsu i can get in shape like super fast when i'm on the mats uh, it takes me a little bit longer with striking so yes.
0: I must agree with you on that one. Uh I, you know, lift weights and I don't great do a great deal of cardio. I used to, but I've noticed the strength in my arms and my muscles in my arms from doing press ups and just the, the kind of strength. There I go. It's like I want to okay Um, (laughs) it's like I'm there already deep deep kind of (laughs) choke moves Um, instinct already (laughs) yeah I know I know I'm at open mat tomorrow it's okay um but yeah the the strength in my muscles and my upper body has just it's the strongest kind of toughest I felt in my upper body for the whole of my training career in you know, fitness. Um, so yes, I would absolutely agree. It's the the fastest way to kind of get there. Obviously, the rest absolutely. of our, it, our lifestyles it, need to oh yeah. align, but we do what we can.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And it just pulls everything together. It's, you know, the resistance and plyo, um, cardio, all of it, it just pulls everything together. And on top yeah. of that, it's, it's great for self-defense. I always tell the moms in my class, um, if you want to be hard to kill, get good at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
0: Okay. Yeah. Ignore the bit where if you want to be hard to kidnap, eat more cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't eat more cake. Train Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sabrina, it's been absolutely fantastic chatting with you. Now in my, uh, the end of my previous episodes, I've gone os, which is kind of that, I guess. It, what? How are you supposed to, you know, greet someone or say goodbye in you know jujitsu language I'm still learning <laughs> um
1: I don't know for me for our gym everybody in our gym is like family now So they're all like my brothers. So I usually do some sort of obscene gesture at them when I see them. But well, we can stick with the (laughs) the
0: okay. That's cool. We can do that. We can do that. Right, Sabrina, signing out. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it I'm looking forward to having you listening again and it would really help me if you could rate review and download this episode and of course remember you can always head over to YouTube to watch the episode anyway catch you again cheers bye